So we're all gonna go like this. Boom, 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 boom. I can do that. No, it's boom, 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 boom. You do and that. And then you go into it. Five zero eight three five nine eight zero one six. Mario's. You know, gotta. And, and at the end, you go. That's Mario's with an M. What? Because <laughs> they do that's cards with a K. Uh, Remember, yeah. they have to emphasize. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you just record that? That was actually gold. He should have yeah. gold, yeah, honestly. Okay. The way the mic was like, what? <laughs> By the way, you said just go to the website. This. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, it's a website from Angel Fire back in 1995. I remember you saying that in an earlier show. You're like, like don't go to the website. Oh, just call the number. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. That's, That's not what he looks like. He looks nothing no, like that. You know that. him, right? Vaguely. Yeah. Let me see around. what he looks like. Not like that. I can show you what he doesn't look like. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we recording this? We are. We are. Recording. Oh, this okay. I All bet right. he looks better now. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a suburban eight and a half. Here it comes, right on time. It's another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Small Town Scuttlebutt is the show where we find out what the people have to say. Traffic lights that our time wrong makes my 109 way long. CBS receipts are wasteful, Facebook posts that are not tasteful. Small Town Scuttlebutt. That is Rick, he's a daddy, wrote those posts that drove you mad. I am Mike, I work with kids, I do the things you wish you did. Rick does stand-up, stays at home. Mike, you're a nerd, you live alone. We'll both tell you how to live, so much advice we have to give. We made this podcast just for you. Here is Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page. Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Yeah, today we've got a great show for you. Well, let's um, not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not preface it like that. We have a mediocre show for you. Undersell- That's more like it. Yeah, and undersell it and then really And that way them. people will be so impressed when mm. they hear what we've got. Okay, across from me is Mike Page. Uh, every week to the left of me is Kathy Ferris, my friend, neighbor, and stand-up comic, nodding or uh, shaking her head. Let me head. just say, I'm going to set expectations right now. They make do below par. I'm going to go above average. Today, okay. so if you want to listen in on those parts, <laughs> nice. And then to our right, we have Erica Cody, the teen librarian. Hi, and she's here with us um, because she's such a cool figure in town. And you know, I think one of the things we're trying to do on this show, in season one, while we figure out how to do a podcast, is just invite all the familiar faces from town onto our show. Well, wait a minute. First of all, if anybody knows Erica, like I don't know any. If- if you don't like mm-hmm. she it looks like the coolest librarian ever well that's like, why like, we brought her on the show i <laughs> definitely want to talk about she's not your typical librarian right. from appearance right um well i'm typical for teen librarians you are yeah teen librarians it's pretty common to have different colored hair mm-hmm. be kind of a Weird. <laughs> yeah, like what's the term? Like is, a ta- is a tattoo sleeve like um, tattoo? Weird tattoo. Not the whole sleeve necessarily, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it but, helps you know, on the resume. It, it helps. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, well, I do have a friend that's a teen librarian out in Seattle, and she is of a similar ilk. 
Yeah. For sure. If you go to a if you do go to a librarian conference, you can pick out the teen librarians right away. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to like jump in there when you said that, Rick, and be like, mm, Erica's not that individual. Actually. Not that special. <laughs> but. but Mike likes to just name drop librarians. So. He does. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that and more. Um, I didn't even say her name. Her name's Christy. There we she's, go. She's also a librarian. Great. Hi, Christy. Let's yeah, meet hey, up. Hey, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else can sense the tension. The tension that's happening here, but this is going to be a great show, I think. Yeah, I, I just get tension because I always get nervous about Thanks. not bringing the the fans of Medfield what they want and need. A good informative show. You guys are. Can you behave? I'm sorry, yourselves? Kathy was like tethered to the center of the table. <laughs> oh, is that the deal? Because you didn't yeah. give her enough slack in her headphone cord. <laughs> so I, I was trying complain. to free I wasn't her be up one of those a little divas. bit. I was just going to be <clears throat> here. I brought my own reasonably priced Chardonnay. I'm just here, right? I'm uh, well, Kathy's here as a. I don't, nobody knows why. I'm just here. You're just here. You're you're our news girl for the day. She's not the media news. girl. She's not the news girl. <laughs> Person. Oh, she's yes. our, she's you're right. Anchor. You're right. Listen, I, I have forgetting. a very good skincare regime, and I thank you for the compliment. However, <laughs> <laughs> the news anchor, she's also here to um, provide commentary and crack wise with us while we hang out because she is a real, legit stand up comic with a composition book mm -hmm. full of jokes and, and a heart on it. Mike is yeah. so intimidated by this. I, I came today and there were notepads for everyone. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, we I, can't was. I, this I, brought, I brought my own. Yeah. <laughs> of course yeah. you did, Erica. I have like 10. <laughs> Apparently, Rick and I are the only ones unorganized right. here. Because we are Son unofficial. Of a gun. Apparently, I'm the yes, only one unorganized. You need, your, you need the flip pad. I am less intimidated by it now that I see that it has a heart on the cover. <laughs> she dotted I in composition. Yeah. The first I. With a heart. Oh, okay. Second I got no love. Wow. Kathy's okay. still in seventh grade. So All right, folks. Really so hey, Kath, let's come to, your, come to our podcast <laughs> instead of being at home at 7 o'clock at night when you usually just listen to, you know, solve, already solved Dateline Mystery Murders. Why don't you come here so we can just rag on you and your composition books? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what friends are for. Glad you could be here. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this. Before we get into all that, Mike, I want to kind of check in. We are one-third through the season, four uh, episodes in. Okay. I looked at some of our um, numbers, analytics, things like that, who's listening to the show. Sure. What would you find? Okay. So we wanted to eclipse 1,000. We did that. Killed it. Yeah. We're about over 1,200 now. So let's all like act like that's 10, awesome. 10% of Medfield? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. One in ten. One in ten Medfield households. We're not about the numbers here. <laughs> yeah. Like all the numbers. I'm all about the stats. Yeah. Well, we have more stats. Um, last week's show, by our own admission, Mike, we talked about this, was easily our worst show. Oh, yeah. A little disorganized. Um, growing pains mm -hmm. all seem to be revealing themselves in that episode. Ironically, we got the best ratings. Yeah, which... Um, you were thrilled to see our numbers spike, and I was like, this is the worst thing we've put out yet. Why is everybody listening this week? Exactly. I was, I was pretty bummed. But uh, Well, I think But I think thanks, there's... everybody, for listening. <laughs> if you made it through last week, please continue to listen, because last week was hands down the worst thing we've put out yet. Yeah. Well, you we... guys are like marketing gurus. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so happy to be here right now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Last week was garbage. This is going to be... We can only improve. This is better. Yeah. Well, you know what, Mike? We are also... We've gone international. What? Yeah. Ooh. I'm telling you. This is true. We have listeners in New Zealand. 
Stop. Yes, we have listeners in like England. intentionally listening. Yeah, like they, Do they downloaded know what the thing. They to? downloaded and played it. Wow. And it even tells you like it was on Spotify. Also, two people in Brazil. Now, is there a problem with the language barrier there <laughs> for New Zealanders? Yeah, because we don't speak New Zealandish. Yeah. Like, what are they? They probably There's run no it way through it makes like any sense to them. They probably run it through one of those um, like a translator translation software. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So that's all I've got. Last show was the worst. We got the best ratings. Could be Leanne Bravo's appearance. She has a lot of friends. Yeah. She's a townie. Fourth Figures. generation townie. Yeah. That could have been it. You're not a townie. I don't know what the draw is. I really wish I was a townie, but I can't afford it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, same. <laughs> There's no no housing for single people with no children. There really isn't. And yeah. I can attest to that. It mm-hmm. doesn't exist in Medfield. Help yeah. some people out, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. I agree. Do you have anything else that you want to share with us? Did you get, get your into... results from your endoscopy yet? How is that? How did that go? How are oh, we looking? There's a HIPAA violation. I'm... Just <laughs> let me tell you all about what's going on inside my body, people. <laughs> you know what I will tell you? I had an upper, not lower endoscopy. I know there's a lot of people that were wishing it was a lower. Tell us more. Okay. <laughs> what I will tell you is when you go under anesthesia, and every time I do, which has been maybe five times in my life, I always go in saying. This time they're not putting me down. You, you ever do that? No. no. Like you try to fight it? <laughs> you just, yes, I, I try to fight it. I try to great. fight it and I try no to remember. Way. That is always my worst fear that I will not go down. Yeah, that me yes. too. everything. I actually woke up during, mm. I broke my arm doing roller derby. Yeah. Uh, Shut up. Yeah. Okay, my Christy. Too. No, Christy, the Seattle librarian. Oh, yeah. That's also another stereotype. Okay. Also <laughs> does roller derby. You cannot make this up. I, really? I have to clear a wall. We need some red string here. There is something brewing. <laughs> I attempted roller derby until my bone snapped, and then um, they had to keep putting off my surgery because I was in Providence and on a Friday night and they kept bringing in gunshot victims. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I, I had to keep getting put to the side. Yeah. Um, and they gave me, I asked them what drugs they gave me because I'm very susceptible. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, rehypnol and ketamine. And I was like, roofies and special K. Right, right. <laughs> so during the first, they had to do one procedure to set my elbow back and then another procedure to put a pin and plates in. And I woke up during it, mm-hmm. and it was, like, all shades of blue. And Ooh. I was like, nurse. And they are like, just go back to sleep. It's fine. <laughs> so wow. that's what you remember from it, though, the that's, blue shades? I just, okay. yeah, everything was in blue, like, Picasso blue, blue period. <laughs> wow. The only thing, a reason I say that is that there are probably some of your fans now, because you've got a lot of them, that, like, I'm going to go in for surgery tomorrow. I'm just going to listen to this podcast <laughs> and go to just sleep. Just to relax. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> it's like, yeah. You're probably going to wake up. Yeah. Ask, ask for the roofies and Special K. I woke up once. Um, <laughs> did you guys, I assume we all got our wisdom teeth removed? Mm-hmm. Okay. My lower left uh, jaw, uh, the molar, was impacted. So what they take is a vice and they crush it. And then with forceps, they pull the pieces. Oh, yeah, I was awake for all of mine. Yeah. I was awake for the crunching. Yep, me too. That's why I woke up hearing crunching and um, my head getting whacked back and like just tossed no i went to a dentist like this guy was in there with with a wrench just crunching my my tooth and just all four were impacted and i went to this like back alley dentist because that's what my insurance sent me to mm. and he must like, have had an awesome sign yeah, <laughs> yeah back alley dentist and big lights 
Um, and they're like, no, we don't. That have... would be an acronym. Um, bad. <laughs> bad. <No>. Bad. <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't have anybody that's licensed to do anesthesia. Yeah. And I was like, twenty at the time, and I was like, well, you're gonna give me something for. Right. And they're like, well, we need your mom to sign about it. I was like, I'm 20. <laughs> yeah. I'm... I can't think of a better segue into our new sponsor, your... Bad Dentistry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we have Glick over here. Did, you, did your mom sign it? Yeah, she happened to be there, and she was like, That's "Amazing." <laughs> you know, I had a and they friend. Gave me I'm laugh. twenty. They gave laugh. Mom, can you sign this? Yeah, so I can have laughing gas. So. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I literally have a friend in San Diego that gets his dental work in Tijuana, like surgical. I've heard stuff. about that. That's risky, you know. I heard it's much cheaper. I've had a friend that went All to all um, procedures in Tijuana. <laughs> you can get a lot of stuff done in Tijuana. Yeah, like, like at Costco prices. <laughs> um. Okay, where were we? You were talking. Oh, yes. So upper endoscopy. That's where uh, we were. I tried wow. to stay awake as long as I could. Yeah, how'd I, that go? I did pretty good. I did pretty good. I was hanging in there. Why? Because <laughs> they, they just start asking you questions. And I remember yeah. thinking to myself, and this is funny. You could tell, like, in hindsight, the gas is working. Because yeah. the logic, the rationalizing in my head is sound. Like, why would he ask me such a stupid, obvious question? You know, like... What is your name? Uh, Rick. But I'm really honestly answering like, did he forget? You know? <laughs> and then he asks other remedial, simple questions. And I'm just like, this is so, <laughs> and then, and then I came out and then I woke up. Um, nurse shook me. Who knows? You know, reference so, to time is okay. gone. I have no idea. Yeah. It's so all over. You're really proud of yourself that you tried to fight it and tried to stay awake. <laughs> yep. Like a toddler. It sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you I made it. it. Every bit as far as everybody else does. You got into a few <laughs> basic questions, <laughs> yeah. and then you were like, and I'm out. So I don't, who's That's the winner? Like, who's the winner? They, Rick, yeah. they're asking you those questions <laughs> so that they know when you're out. I, I know, but. Because you've stopped at answering. The, at the time. I feel like he's going to do a YouTube video on like, this is what happens when you have an upper endoscopy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, right? Endoscopy. Endoscopy. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. even say the words now. The vocabulary, the math, this is just too much mm -hmm. for me, okay? Yeah. And then it just ends there, and like, and then they ask you your name. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Lame. it's like, wait a minute, you're gonna you're gonna operate, and you forgot my name. Yeah. Rick's releasing a how-to video. Mm. Here's my secrets, guys. <laughs> this is how you do it. Yeah. You want to know what happens on the other side of the endoscopy? Yeah. yeah so anyway, they knocked me out, and that's yep. That. Let's do an ad, Mike. Looking for some refreshing summer drinks. Visit Larkin's Liquors and check out their new inventory of Peak Organic Hard Seltzer. They come in a bunch of flavors for you to try out. Not a fan of hard seltzer? I'm certainly not. But the staff at Larkin's can help you find the perfect wine to pair with your meal or the perfect single malt scotch, the perfect IPA. They know their stuff and they're always happy to help out. Larkin's has been around since 1935 because they're the best liquor store in town. Located at 20 North Street, open daily. That was a very good read. Now, can you, I'm going to do an ad. Um, but I need a little um, audio. Would you mind doing some acapella? Oh. Boom. 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 I forgot the lyrics. Boom. Where? Boom. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Wait, I can remember this. I thought you practiced. 508-359-8016. Mario's Lawn Care. Those aren't the words, Rick. It is for this commercial. Oh, all right. Continue. That's Mario's with an M. Call him for... Green grass and weekly cuts, fertilizer, 
Everything. Everything you want to put in your lawn. What else? Do you, what do you put in your lawn, Mike? I've seen your lawn. You don't put anything yeah, in your I lawn. Yeah, I don't do anything. Yeah, my house looks like Augusta, and it's because of... Mario's lawn care? 508. We don't live in Medfield. 359. <laughs> I Call Mario's lawn care. There's apartments in Medfield? Well, <laughs> sort of. If you saw the place, you'd be like, oh. I love the side commentary during the ads. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, no I like it. Yeah. It makes it real. Rotal pizza. If you live in Medfield and you're picturing pizza, you're probably picturing a rotal pizza. And if you're not, you should be. Since 1962, rotal pizza. Rotal pizza. You know, royal pizza, but with a typo. Since 1962. Kathy's. Are you oh, getting this, Kathy? Is that true? Yeah, Rick doesn't know how to type in his phone, and he knows that it's oh. wrong. He just never bothered to fix it. I do like royal pizza. Call rotal pizza. Calling rotal pizza home. Hoddle. <laughs> Since 1962, Rotal Pizza has been serving affordable, fresh pizza, subs, dinner platters, and salads. 483 Main Street, Medfield. 508-359-2424. All right, let's get into the interview with Erica Cody, the teen librarian at the Medfield Public Library. She's usually, typically working in the subterranean underdwelling of the library downstairs. Um, That's where the teen... The teen lounge, for lack of a better term, you probably have a also for it. the printers are there. The printers, yeah. yep, and, and um, the fax machine, and which the his- is really yeah. popular. The history is it really? Section. It is. That's that amazing. Be in your bio, yeah. <laughs> history books are down there. That's the only reason I've ever ventured downstairs. True story. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, also, I'd be like, "What are you guys even talking about right now?" <laughs> paperback romances are there too, and Mad Magazine. I do have Mad Magazine. Yes, you do. I made sure you did have it. And if you didn't, I was going to gift a subscription to the friends in Medfield. But actually, you, you know what? did a lovely fire, electric fireplace for the teen lounge. Yeah, too bad nobody's wow. enjoying it. Right not now. not at for the moment. Those, to enjoy next to those romance novels. <laughs> the Danielle Steele collection. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. No, actually, Small Town Scuttlebutt would like to renew that subscription to Mad Magazine. That would be our. But a lot of magazines are going out of print right now. So it's too bad. So, so, um, Tiger Beat, do you still have Tiger Beat? It's not Tiger Beat, it's J14. Okay, is the, the current teen. What about Dynamite? Do you remember that magazine? I don't remember Dynamite. The only way place you could get Dynamite was in the schools, it was like a scholastic version uh, of. We have something like that called Teen Inc., okay. which is like uh, all uh, things that teens write. Nice. My daughter is an English major, and she was a writer, too. And basically, it was just her opportunity to just report back on all the bad stuff I did, <laughs> but in a very grammatically correct way. Yes. Yes. I mean, I love reading teens' first-person accounts of how life is unfair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. I can't no, tell you, how, you many, know what? how many papers came back with, like, is everything okay at home, <laughs> Erica is into, let's talk about Erica as the person outside of the library. You uh, have dyed hair. It's green. I've seen it purple. I've seen it pink. I've seen it every shade. I haven't dyed it since December because of quarantine. And my hairdresser won't let me dye it with anybody by myself because she'll kill me. Right, because you're afraid of your hairdresser. I am. I'm I'm (laughs) 
terrified of my hairdresser. Me too, but I also <laughs> swear by mine. Did J3, guys, who yeah. is a sponsor of this podcast exactly, as yeah. well. And You're afraid of your hairdresser in a good way. I can't mm-hmm. tell you. I you know, with J3, their motto is reflect your inner beauty. And I don't know what the hell that means, <laughs> but we're just going to go with it. Skin, hair, makeup, J3. 508-359-9099. Keep Not going. to be confused oh, with so J14, awesome. the Which magazine is the that teen spoke magazine. of earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Mike is like on top of his game today. He's just Mm. connecting everybody. I know. I'm sitting here silently just waiting to pounce. Can we talk about, you know what? We'll we'll talk about tattoos on your arm. Okay. And that, I think, is going to segue nicely into what Kathy's dying to talk about, which is murder. (laughs) And you like murder. Everyone here seems to appreciate. Who doesn't love a good murder mission? Murder, except (laughs) I'm a little terrified of it, but let's get into it. Erica, can you talk to us? From shoulder to wrist on your right <laughs> arm, it. what's going on here? Um, all right. So I have a full sleeve on my right arm that is Halloween-themed. It's five years in the making. Um, I just told my artist that I wanted to, you know, have Halloween imagery. I didn't want a lot of jack-o'-lanterns because when I researched it, a lot of people had a lot of jack-o'-lanterns, and mm-hmm. I didn't want that. And I wanted a zombie librarian as like the centerpiece, which nice. is on the forearm. Um, and then we What have, makes her look like a librarian? I see the zombie. Well, I mean, part. you got to have the stereotypical glasses. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, she's she's in, she's like a 50s, oh, yeah. 50s pinup style li- librarian with a black cat because I love black cats. And stockings and a garter, is that yep. standard? It looks well, like it. Marissa Tomei died on your arm. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, so then it's like a whole path through a graveyard, a gnarly tree, some ghosts up to a haunted house. Um, a lot of people look at it real quick and they think it's Wizard of the, Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I guess because of the scarecrow. And then I have a cupcake with bats on it <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere uh, for my mom because okay. <laughs> she has a sweet tooth. So me and my sister both got cupcakes for her That's with cute. her name. Uh, I feel like every all eyes are on me about like, let's talk about Kathy's left arm. There is a little bit of poison ivy because I have self-inflicted weeding that I have to do with my husband who, for some reason, I'm not about any about you guys, but like during this pandemic, my husband and I have been really into role playing. And what I mean by that is his favorite thing is that he is the owner of a lawn care center. Mario's? I, yes. Is it Mario? I work for him. <laughs> And that's how we role play. <laughs> you guys um, are sick. Then there's, <laughs> then there's like one suspicious mole that I'm just waiting on a telehealth thing. Um, but I, I feel pretty confident about it. And then the rest of it is just a fake tanning lotion. <laughs> but that's my story. That's nice. I Everybody's a, skin tells a story. <laughs> I don't have any tattoos. And um, I almost got one. And um, some... Hardened criminals talked me out of it, of all people. And they are head-to-toe tattoos. And and they said to me, you should probably take a picture or a drawing of what you want and put it, like, in your sock drawer or yeah. you know, or in this inside of your medicine cabinet, somewhere where you'll see it every day. And if in a year you still are that excited about it, then go for it. So I put that picture of the Tasmanian devil on the oh, inside yeah. of my... I knew it. Of, yeah, right. It's either that or a Celtic cross or something. Mm-hmm. And it was going to go on I my arm. I was going to guess Tweety was, Bird, actually. I but, was going to too. That's yeah. so weird. Tweety, was, Tweety is way more Rick. 
Yeah. I think it's the bulbous head and the lack of hair. Um, as a teen librarian, yes. and you are cool, you must have admirers. Kids must look up to you. So oh, it's good that you weird letters. No, you you are. Um... What's this note on the floor? Oh God, <laughs> that's never happened to me. Um, but there are certain kids that I've formed relationships with that they friend me on Facebook and Instagram, and then. They like try to invite me to things, and I'm like, no, that's not appropriate. Like Julie's party on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Are you going? No. Oh, I am. No. But like when they get older, like as when they're in college, they'll come back and visit me, mm-hmm. and like I feel like I'm, I don't have kids of my own, and I feel like they're my my babies. Like my first batch of uh, high schoolers graduated college last year. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> I know it was so. I sad. think it's really great that. They have you though, you know, because in a small town, the hard thing is that like, even though it's small and, you know, the reason you move here is because school system and the ratio of kids, teachers Mm -hmm. and stuff, but it's really hard to stand out and fit in at the same time and to have somebody like you that, you know, has your own identity, but like people can just... You're just this neutral person. I try I try person? to be the adult that I wanted in my life when I was a teenager. That's just how I always approach I it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just try to be the person that listens to them, uh, try to provide support, like in a like I use I use humor a lot to like offset things. Mm-hmm. Like even when I'm yelling at kids or threatening to get them out of the library, like I use humor first. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like one of my good friends now, who's 22, was my former a former teen patron, and we bonded over music. And once they went to college, we go to concerts together now. No kidding. Aww. Yeah, that's cool. And they and they they fix my boyfriend's guitars. Like, wow, they're amazing. Um, so yeah, I like forming those types of lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so what's up with your Halloween fundraising party? Are you going to do that? This seems like it's uh, up your alley. You've done it in the past. We had Brett um, Poirier. Poirier from MTV. Love him. He's yeah. amazing. And he's now doing one. You know, he started it a year or two ago. I, I might actually get in touch with him because, so if if people don't know, um, we have, we the teens turned the lower level of the library into a haunted house every year it's all their ideas it's it's decorated by them it's staffed by them i'm just kind of like a facilitator and the supervisor Mm -hmm. and it's my biggest teen volunteer project of the year and actually we don't fundraise during it we were thinking about starting that this year you don't charge admission we don't charge admission it's free um but we were thinking about yeah we were thinking about Mm -hmm. with the friends of the library having like a table and having donations because i did add in um a tarot card reader last year my friend came and read tarot cards Mm -hmm. Um, so that was fun. So I had like a lot of cool ideas going yep. and with COVID, I, I don't think it's going to happen this year and I'm really upset about it. So I was thinking about contacting Brett, seeing if we could do like some type of virtual, I don't know, outdoor. I'm still pushing for my zombie race at the hospital. I've been in a zombie race. Yeah, let's do it. Brett has already started. Um, he and Audrey and the rest of his staff at Medfield TV are now like, pushing hard for a haunted house to outdo the library mm-hmm. haunted house run by the teens. <laughs> because right. your feedback, Rick, that it wasn't scary enough for adults, he was like, okay, we're doubling down. Mm-hmm. He gave, I'm not going to spoil it here, but some of what he told me was like. 
I think I think we should join. I think we should join forces because the teens have a lot of great ideas. I have to nix some of them. But uh, one of my favorite pastimes every year for the haunted house is to count how many kids cry, come out crying, (laughs) and how many don't finish. Really? Um, I tell parents, they ask me, and I'm like, I really think it's not suitable for younger children. I've had people bring babies in. What? Yeah, and we have like strobe lights. Who brings a baby into a haunted house? So Um, many people. Childcare is hard to come on a Friday night (laughs) in this time. So many people. They're teaching them young. They're teaching them young. But yeah, I think me and Brett should team up. Yeah, well, I don't know if you heard this, but Brett can't say no. So yeah. He really can't. I know. TV I, with an idea, he's got to go I do know that. that. Although, I will say, though, like he does the Irish goodbye, because I pitched him a fantastic <laughs> idea about re-in, like doing uh, uh, reenactments of like local crimes with my Cork people, and he has not taken me up on it at what? all. <laughs> I, suppo- I would be involved with that. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, but I think we should talk about this because I think this is like a good model for using to solve crimes. Analytical thinking. What I was interested, what I found interesting about tonight was I really wish we taped like the half hour before when we got here because that was so interesting because Mike had shared with us that he had subscribed to one of those hunt a killer um, monthly yeah. things. Which I was really interested in getting into, but I didn't know the cost of. Yeah. <laughs> right, because I said to you when I first met you 10 minutes in, I'm like, do you want to go in on this hunt a killer <laughs> monthly box thing? And Mike chimed in and told us. Yeah, so what I didn't know when I signed up for it, I thought you could just get one month and, like, try it out and solve this mystery and then see if you want to do another one. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, different buy-in levels. You can pay monthly or you can buy, like, six at once and it's cheaper. Well, what they don't tell you is you want to buy all six, period, because you need all six to solve them. You can't solve this murder in the first box. It's six of them as like a season. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you that. I I like the fact that you had this <laughs> with an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, and then we split. So we never did solve it. You split we, on month five. It's a Why cold case. Like stay yeah. with it for would 30 you, more days. Would you like it? I believe I still have... Five boxes worth. You do would we, only need box do six. Do we want it? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've been thinking about this because I was seriously thinking about doing it and putting a group together. But then I was like, why would I spend $30 a month to hunt a fictional killer when right. during this pandemic I can just go do citizen's arrest for free, right? So yeah, I could sure. take that money and I could put it into an iCloud storage thing. Just to, So now I just like go to the state park and I go to other places and I take pictures of people who are not socially distancing properly (laughs) (laughs) and I report them. They're my open investigations. Wow. We need more of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you booked anybody yet? No, but I do follow a few people. Oh. Do you even know the Miranda rights? Do you have like a telephoto (laughs) lens? I do know Miranda rights and I also know like what a lot of it's about being reasonable. You mm-hmm. just need reasonable proof and reasonable reasons. <laughs> but the hard part is, and this is the thing, you've got to transport them yourself mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. police station. And they're right. not, not wearing that. masks. So. <laughs> I don't like anybody in my car anyway. I don't like people to eat in my car. I don't like uh, any of that stuff. So that's the sticking point for me. I just have so much Uber. crap in my car, they wouldn't fit. Yeah. It's I like, just, hey, get in the back yeah. there. Just just move the uh, yeah. the cat carrier. and. The cat uh, <laughs> 
I have a uh, uh, hamburger beach umbrella in yeah, there right now. Yeah, I don't now. know what this beanbag's doing here, but just... <laughs> I just always have random stuff in my car. My car's completely clean now, but my kids were really into cosplay. We, like, we did the anime stuff. So mm-hmm. in my trunk, I would have... I always had five Halloween costumes on the ready. <laughs> and then I would have, like... Hold on. Were they doing, like, impromptu cosplay? Like... Or, con- or convention. <laughs> convention cosplay. Mom, okay. we got to go pick up our roto pizza. First Let's of all, you're getting a- another, like, insight into Kathy's 25-year marriage. <laughs> no. My kids would, like, take three months to put their, per- like... Or like their costumes together, and they I had a like program on this. Yes, to the T, right? So you know this, like <laughs> yeah, I do. The hair, the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we would go with them, and my husband would be like, "Why don't we just go down to the lobby and like, you know, you be an exotic witch, <laughs> I be the Tin Man, <laughs> we'll blend." And so we always had these in our trunk. <laughs> So I was always afraid that we'd get pulled over and they'd be like, what's in the trunk? And there's like this mutant hammer from like the kids thing, then this sword thing that's really not a sword. It's like made out of foam. Mm -hmm. And then all these costumes and I couldn't explain it away. Yeah. I don't know where we went. But then you would show the digital pictures of all the people not wearing masks and be like, this is the real (laughs) problem. (laughs) You pulled me over. Yeah. But look at this guy, John Doe number 78. I'm also a good guy. <laughs> right. We really go on tangents, and I haven't heard the tangent whistle yet. <laughs> you should probably blow that. Oh, there's a tangent whistle? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's a new whistle. Yeah. What we is up the here? I know the other one was so much better. Oh. It looks legit. It yeah. Looks it does. Legit. It looks yeah. like, legit. like yeah. <laughs> symphony orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. the, it's on loan from Chair the Chair number two over yeah. here. <laughs> Keith Lockhart was in touch with me the other day. I know. You ever go to that thing and be like, I could probably do the triangle. I could oh. be the triangle. Oh. Person. I've been lobbying all the friends that I know in bands to let me like play the triangle because I have no musical talent whatsoever. Listen, but I go to concerts all the time. I'm telling you, I had the same feeling about this. I took my daughter to the Nutcracker, and up in the pit, you can see the guy playing the triangle, and um, you could talk to him a little bit before the show. Like they don't talk back to you, but you can. They can hear you. You know. <laughs> Like four years of bard, and that's all you can, they let you play with down Rick there. Rick is such a fanboy. <laughs> he's, he's heckling like, yeah. the triangle. No, not guy. even. He's like going up and talking with him before the show. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going and, up. I'm just yelling over the hey, railing. Hey, man, how long have we been doing this? Yeah. Can that's I get, cool. get a selfie? Can I get yeah. a selfie? Would you mind signing my program? Yeah. Where do, where do they my daughter you the loves blocks? you. <laughs> um, this guy doesn't just play the triangle. Or do we know yeah. his name? It's very belittling that we're speaking <laughs> the of triangle him guy. as <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Well, why don't you look it up on your Google machine there while I do this? But he doesn't play just that instrument. He plays the triangle. He plays the little um, finger symbols. Wow. Oh. You know those things? Multitask. Um, what about the tambourine? Who plays the tambourine? He plays the tambourine. And also the one that goes, it's like a crank. It goes. I don't know this no. one. Somebody that's, that likes Tchaikovsky. Knows exactly what I'm talking about. I think it's somebody who makes But he does that one, too. Um, Before we get into a, um, you are an 80s pop expert, self-proclaimed. I'm going to put you to the test with 10 questions. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. 10 questions I I wrote myself. (laughs) You need to get 8 out of 10 to... um, To to do what? what? (laughs) (laughs) To be considered. To be considered a legitimate 80s pop fan. 
I think this is a good time to segue to let you all know that Erica and I are going to start our own podcast about <laughs> solving murders. Um, all right. Before we get into this thing, you guys can't stop talking about murder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. The, the minute, it makes me a little nervous because <laughs> I'm surrounded by you. Kathy came in before Erica got here, and we were having a lovely conversation. Erica shows up, and within 30 seconds, the two of them have gone down the rabbit hole, speaking of murder mysteries, um, potential cracked cases. So now these, these, these yeah. two could talk for hours about this. And they have been, Mike. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this show's kind of getting hijacked. Yeah. It's been taken out of our hands, and I just... I'm okay with it. But you know what? I do have something that I, I can contribute to the, to the murder conversation. And you were talking about we need a new, new logo or a new mascot. And you guys love murder. And, you know, from an English perspective, alliteration is a great literary device. Love alliteration. So let's go with, like, you were doing Medfield Milliners. That's pretty good. But I like Medfield Murder. I mean. Do you know how many crows we have in this town? You just, if you take like maybe not a only logo with a lot like of nine crows, or ten I'm crows. I'm also hearing a lot of crickets right now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Way to pump my tires. No problem. Yes, yes, 1980s pop culture trivia. Ten questions. Your first question, the commercial that had the phrase, where's the beef, is an ad. Comes from an ad for A, Carl's Jr., B, McDonald's, C, Burger King, or D, Wendy's? I believe it was Burger King. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly single. And Wendy's single Wait. has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and I'm disappointed wine. because hey, that was an easy question, right? I know. I will endorse you that Wendy's is better. the better Your fast Wendy's food option. Kind of yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Off to a bad start. <laughs> You're fine, Erica. So far, so bad. Here we go. Number two. <laughs> what cable network debuted in 1985 playing music videos? Lay up. Playing music in 1985? Mm -hmm. I thought MTV debuted in 1981. What's your answer? VH1, then? Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be playing this whole time. Yeah, I was trying to trick you, but 85... <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, take on me. Best video ever. What, was that too loud for you? <laughs> was it not too loud for you? Okay, no. we're, we're going to get into it. I little... like a, Mike is so laid back, but that was like the line. Can't that take... was a line from me. Like, that was very Can't aggressively take... uh -huh. <laughs> Okay, who was the leader of the Soviet Union when the Berlin Wall came down? Oh, crap. I'm not good at history. Oh, my so. gosh. Do I get to answer any of these? No. <laughs> Um, she goes first. Mm. <laughs> All I know is, so I know David Hasselhoff played at the, <laughs> Wow! <laughs> because he's amazing mm -hmm. and German people love him. Yeah, don't hassle the Hoff. Don't German hassle people the Hoff. love him. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I know I can't answer, answer David Hasselhoff. No, it wasn't him. He was not oh. the Soviet Union leader. That's he should should have been. I'm so going to go close. Gorbachev. Mikhail Gorbachev, of course. Um, you know birthmark what? guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know Everybody gets about. these guys confused. I know right? this from Naked Gun. Everybody gets yeah. I only know him from Naked Gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is a great movie. It and is all great. you kids should watch. It's good. Yes. Okay. You did, you did get some street cred back for that <laughs> thank reference. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
So you're um, one for three. You have a 33%. Nah. And technically, I said you had to get an 80, so you can't get any more wrong. Okay. This awesome movie had a big waste of time via the shirtless volleyball montage. Yep. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, was, that a, was that a waste of time? I thought that was character development. Uh, that's when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> this one's for you, Mike. Okay, here's another one. Who won the 1986 World Series? That would be the New York Mets. <laughs> okay, he just stole it right out from under me. Over here. <laughs> Didn't you say this one's for you, Mike? <laughs> no. no. No, I said this one's for you, Mike, about three minutes ago <laughs> oh. in reference to the 80s. <laughs> you did yeah, but then you though. asked a question that I knew the answer to. Here's another question. What planet is Princess Vespa from? I just saw this movie the other day. Spaceballs is now playing on Netflix for anybody that Ooh, wants to watch yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I'm so bad. My boyfriend's going to kill me. I'll give you oh, a good, hint. Oh, good. We can talk about murder. Yes. <laughs> if you don't hear from me. All right. You're not getting credit, but I'll give you half credit. Okay. She's fr- She's Druish. Oh, oh, right, right. How could I have forgotten that? So, so she's from the planet Druidia? Nobody? <laughs> Nobody. Okay. Mm, Spaceballs for 400. <laughs> what are ruses? A ruse is an acronym R O U S. Oh, rodents of unusual size. Nice job. <laughs> nice job. And it is a literary question. So, what's the title of that book? The Princess Bride by William Goldman. Oh. That's right. Now, have you read the book or just seen I the have. movie? I've read the They're book. They're doing a and- remake. Um, that was a good answer. So I have not read the book, but I did buy it in hardcover, kind of as a family gift. And mm-hmm. it's wonder- really good. Mm-hmm. I would read that over Harry Potter any day. Good. Well, I have not read a page of Harry Potter yet. And I have not finished the Harry Potter. Book. That's amazing. Oh, I did fired. not. Yeah. I did not start reading them until I was like year three of Teen Library. I hope and your my boss is not listening. How did you get out of the interview? How did I get what? How did you get out of the interview when this was revealed? I mean, I thought this is prerequisite <laughs> stuff. Okay. Who won the World Series in 1986? Mike answered it. It was the New York Mets. Mm-hmm. Who lost it? Was it the Red Sox? I'm asking you the questions. I feel like it was the, Was that the Bill Buckner year? Uh, that's another question. <laughs> Who won the 1986 World Series? So, the New York Mets. <laughs> No, they, oh, yeah, they won it. Sorry. Yeah. Who, who lost it? Who lost the 86 World Series? I want to say the Red Sox did. Final answer? Yeah. Good. All right. So you got that one right. You got um, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. I've gotten a lot of, like, partial so that's credit. Three. Yeah, you got three right. You got I feel three like right. You should get more credit for that one because you didn't even finish the question and she knew the answer. That's true. So we'll give you four right. Oh, you okay. have four points. Okay. We're on question number eight. The best you can do is a 70, which is uh, satisfactory. Yeah. What was Gordon Shumway's favorite food? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm shamed. I have no shamed. idea who that is either. I'm, How do you guys not know who Gordon Shumway is? I'm kind of, um, this was my favorite show as a kid. What, yeah, for for the while, it hit me. I was at the what, right it, age. It doesn't hold up now. No, it doesn't. Because now. Anything where you're not watching the puppet and there's a human in it, you're yeah. like, Ugh. oh yeah, right, right. I'm him. super confused. I, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable watching this. Uh, now. Is Mike, Sesame give him the answer. <laughs> uh, the answer is cats, 
and it oh, was Alf. Alf. Yeah. Alf. Life Alf. Alf. Oh, good. Gordon Shumway. Yeah. Um, I like cats. She has two more questions, okay. and okay. I am I am convinced you're gonna get <clears throat> one right and one wrong. Okay. Okay. Here's the one I think you'll get wrong. What was the name of the little girl in Texas who fell down the well? Oh, was it Lisa? <gasps> no. Ah, oh. wasn't. I, I want to say like baby Lisa. No. Okay, so that wasn't it. You're gonna okay, I'll just him? give you the answer. It's Jessica McClure. Jessica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hate Jessicas, so you do? I probably blocked that out. Okay. Wow. <laughs> now, now this, okay, this last question. Um, he expects you to get right, so don't blow it. Well, yeah. <laughs> So much um, pressure. Okay, do you trust me? You trust me. Okay. okay. You have to close your eyes. I have to close my eyes? Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to tell me what cologne I'm wearing. Oh. Can you smell it? Is it your car? It is, yes. <laughs> First of all, social distancing. Also, Secondly, yeah. let me way to picture. bring up my PTSD because my mom's ex-boyfriend wore that oh. all the time. <laughs> My boyfriend. I'm, oh my I'm gonna God. need therapy after. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry. My Schedule emergency therapy. At an uh, <laughs> off-campus keg party when I was 21 years old, mm -hmm. and I married him. And but that's what he wore, and like that. Mm. He really did. Yeah. All I can that's like so every time I smelled your car, I'm like, no. All I'm my just... mom's bad choices. Yeah. <laughs> like I think there's an age limit on this one, right? It's. Do they thought, still sell it? Oh yeah, I got, oh, well, you I, got I bought, it. I bought that at CVS today. No, a, a while back as a joke. Like, was it locked in the thing? Did they have to get a key? Yes, it actually <laughs> was. Wow. It is like it's like um, somebody steals your car. Yeah, it's like they do. Polo Sport is there. That's another Listen, one that I you wouldn't wear as an adult. I wear Tommy Girl, and people are like you smell great. I'm like I smell like 1989. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. of the teen boys that come into the library. Oh. Oh man, and they have a study room, and you open that study room door. It's just <laughs> Axe Body Spray, right? Axe body spray, it yeah. either is Axe Body Spray or uh, the Axe Shampoo stuff, or really bad BO. <laughs> yeah. So bad. You got uh, like five points. What? Hey. 50 50. <laughs> Way to make a guest feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I've got. I will plug some of our library services. Yep. Um, so right now we are not open to the public, but we are open to whole takeout. Kind of like curbside, but we don't bring it to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, have to come, you have to come get it. Yep. Um, so you put things on hold. Uh, we'll You'll get a notice in your email or you will, you'll get a phone call saying that your holds are ready to be picked up. You go to our website or you call us. You schedule an appointment. We do hold takeout from 11 to 1. Monday through Saturday and four to six Monday through Thursday. Mm -hmm. um, so you set that up. We package it up in a brown paper bag. You come to the door. We push it over to you with like an ice scraper across the table. <laughs> <laughs> so it's contactless. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you can still get items. Uh, even our unusual items are going out. Uh, our staff is available via email and phones for uh, recommendations if you don't know what you want to read. We also have a virtual form online uh, for personalized book recommendations. Um, and we also have summer reading for adults, teens, and children. We have different games and raffles going on if you want to come to our website at medfieldlibrary.org. Okay, so you can still do library type things. You can still remotely. Do, we are planning we are in the planning stages of how we can open up 
for the public safely with some limitations. So we are discussing that. I don't know when that will be, but we do want to have that soon. If you really push it to the teen boys, we could open, <laughs> reopen really soon because that Axe body spray will kill a lot of stuff. It, it will. I mean, I think just the, the, the teen germs will. Yeah. <laughs> I do miss you, though. I do miss the teens a lot. Um, I am doing virtual programs, and but I know that the teens are zoomed out from all of oh, their yeah. distance learning. Right. It sucks. I'm sorry, but it's the only thing I can offer right now. Can you do something outside? Like by the gazebo or that little, what do you I call was, is that? Does that park have a name? I don't know if it has a name, but I have, I've done outdoor laser tag there. That's cool. Um, I've done movies with our giant inflatable screen out there. Mm. Uh, you just have to get the permission from the selectman to okay. use that green. Um, but I'm not sure if we are doing, if I could do that yet. I got you. I do want to um, recommend that maybe you talk to management over at Starbucks across the street <laughs> about how they go about handing off the product to the customer because you guys do it so much better. When I go over there- I don't go to Starbucks, so I don't, what do they do? <laughs> well, they make you feel like um, a, like an extra on Contagion. Did you see that movie where everyone had like, yeah. you know, like you have to have a mask on even though you're outside and then you have to stand. Well, that's just good practice at this point, Rick. I, yeah. don't, know, I don't know if you heard about this thing, but it's a <laughs> pandemic. Dude, we're outside and everybody's all spread out and I have to go through this like, Ropes course, yeah, right. There's ours they have, isn't that much better. <laughs> no, you don't have snow fencing and like. No, we don't have the fencing, but we do have like the signs that say this is the entrance, this is the exit. Exactly. People, people ignore it. Yeah. And we don't yell at them. Mm -hmm. Um, most people wear masks. Some don't. I still give them their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I just feel like if you're gonna go to Starbucks, I, just, I, I get the impression that the people at Starbucks have this we're better than you like there's the standards you well, know then let's stop, the safety standards let's stop promoting them right now you're giving them free advertising i'm i'm yeah who cares <laughs> they're not they're a even, national chain so i don't care i don't I mean, like coffee I'm, so. I'm for the little the little person but you know where they're across from royal pizza yeah rodel, <laughs> rodel. rodel pizza. and larkin's liquors yeah is there and anyone else we forgot the library and the library <laughs> who just thank thank you for finally taking down your christmas wreaths that happened that's with, not us. That's that happened the town. within the last two weeks. We've that's, been watching that. That's the town. That they were we... orange. They were they were <laughs> or, full orange. I didn't even notice they were. They were there. almost blending into <laughs> the brick wall. Safety cone orange. Yeah. No, that's the, that's a town job. That's not us. <laughs> I believe those go up. Yeah, it is the town, and they they put those up uh, right before. The tree lighting. That's right. Like a day or two before yeah, the tree lighting. Yeah, like and they, and they're they, still up. We got every penny yeah. out of those And trees. they take them yeah. down yeah. right before the 4th of July. I mean, and then yeah. the like Christmas it. lights, they kind of throw up on the trees. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on those tree lights. <laughs> I'm going to miss the Christmas parade where kids just can take back control and just throw candy at everybody. <laughs> else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, those Jolly Ranchers, like... <laughs> There's a lot behind it. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. a lot of yeah. anger behind it. I mean, I've gotten, <laughs> I got thunked in the head with one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. It's funny. Anything else you want to talk about with your um, um, library and the programs? Oh, I have a question for you. Because okay. in the in the wake of Black Lives Matter yes. um, rally that we had here and all yes. that, you curated an anti-racist collection of reference material, books, yeah. fiction. 
when the whole George Floyd thing was happening and there was a lot of discussion about uh, anti-racism resources, I spent a lot of time going through a lot of things, going through Instagram, um, following a lot of black uh, voices and curating this list for anti-racism resources. And I kind of divided it in like watch, read, listen. Mm -hmm. So there's podcasts, movies, TV shows, books, and then other resources to educate yourself on how to be actively anti-racist. And I made sure to include a lot of things about white privilege um, because I thought that would benefit Medfield in particular. Um, why, why on earth would you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm a very act. Uh, I'm an active stalker on mm-hmm. concerned citizens of Medfield. I don't post a lot. Neither or, do I. Or, yeah. No, no. Yeah, no. Not hard, anymore. Because uh, you know <laughs> I have a town job that I would like to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was paying attention to the conversations that were going on, and what struck me was our the teens or my former teens that were now in college were engaging in really great discussion about white privilege and about racism. And they had like really thoughtful arguments and backed up their points. And it was the, I want to say older generation Go for it. Yep. <laughs> um, that was just kind of attacking them and being mean and like, accusing them of things that were not even happening. Yeah. I, don't know. I think it's a really good time, too, because I have daughters who are around that same age, and the conversations we were having at home were hard and different. That's mm-hmm. not to say like that I didn't agree with them. Absolutely. But where we were coming from... Yeah, it's discussion? a generational right, and it but opens up a good discussion. The way but they why were... can't the parents... I'm sorry to interrupt. Why can't the adults... You know, mm-hmm. the people that I mock mm-hmm. when I was on. Why can't they, and they're supposed to set the example, be the role model. It's so ironic to me that it's their children I, that bring civility and common sense and a sense of decorum I mean, to the they were coming up with things like, oh, your ad hominem argument. Like, uh, they had, like, philosophy. Yeah. I was like, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they'd be like, man, there's no racism. It's a hoax. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> Um, working with K one kids, I see the same thing. It's like if you if you want if the argument is about right and wrong, listen to kids. Mm-hmm. They're always they're always on the right side of it. Yeah, kids see it for this person's being treated fairly or they're not. Mm-hmm. Listen to kids. On the whole, the the conversations I've been seeing online, I've been very impressed with how. Mm-hmm. They've been going and kind of disappointed in us adults on how you're talking back to them. It's <laughs> I have to agree. Yeah. Like when you were doing this 80s trivia, I had joked coming in being like, well, I was a teenager at that time. I was like in my teens and early 20s. And I really I was like into my own life. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding with the people who are that age now where they are in their late teens and 20s, they're into this. They're, they're into so activism. Mm-hmm. They're so into what's engaged. going on. And regardless, like, even the conversations we were having, regardless of how they were going, and a lot of it's because of the dynamics you have in your family and how you how you mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. Um, that I was so proud that they're engaged they and, they're, and they're thoughtful about it and this, they're passionate about this. Um, and I think that that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rick, it's my understanding that Jim's been slacking off a bit around the store lately. Yeah. Yeah, he's been a little um, bit less of a, presence there because he's been spending a lot of time in my living room complaining that the kids don't watch 
I want to watch Hamilton again on Disney+. Plus. Hmm. Well, I'm still going to encourage the public to visit Park Street Books at 504 Main Street. And I'm going to encourage Jim to visit more, too. Hmm. Park Street Books. They've got books, toys, Medfield gear, whatever you're looking for. Support local business and quit ordering from the evil empire. I have an intro. You ready? Yeah. Mike? <laughs> Mike on, on the... Uh, there you go. Ready? It's the news with Kathy <laughs> Ferris. That was a big buildup for this news. I have to say that when I was assigned this, I was real excited because, as you've heard in this whole podcast, I am really into murder. I'm into crime. I'm into local Casey justice. Casey forgot. <laughs> I'm into local justice. What I'm not into is animal care. Okay. Oh. And oh, if you okay. look at Medfield police log, it's littered <laughs> with animal care. Animals that nobody owns. <laughs> They're just... Wildlife. Wildlife. Did uh, the peacocks escape again? Oh, that's right. Remember those? <laughs> I have. See, she listens to other episodes. I love that it. was Walpole, Erica. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Right. Erica, why are you... Upfronting me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My time I thought, we, I thought, thought you were we friends. were going to be friends. My time is cracking the foundation. I was going to get very specific on the week of June 29th to July 6th, but honestly, June 29th was just a packed day. Packed. That was also two weeks ago, and we're doing news. We this is we need this to is learn a monthly from magazine? history. We okay. need to <laughs> learn from history. Okay. okay? So here's the thing. We start out like, you know, we ease into the day here in Medfield. We sure do. So we don't really start anything until we have our Starbucks coffee. But this started at 8.45 with a walk-in to the police. They didn't even call. They walked in. And here's the perplexing thing. They walked in because there was a squirrel on their front stairs. I've got 37 follow-up questions about this. <laughs> the number one question is, how did you get to the police station <laughs> if the squirrel is on your front stair? <laughs> then for the rest of the morning, we've got loose dogs. We've got injured bunnies. We've got a lot of injured bunnies, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they happen. Uh, what do you think the main cause of that? I think, honestly, I think we just have a bunch of jerks as bunnies around here that they run around thinking that they can eat whatever they want. That your yard, their yard. Mi casa, su casa. And you know what? It doesn't work that way, folks. It doesn't work. We've got to send these bunnies a message. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm not telling anybody how to live their life, but here's what I'm going to tell you is how I've solved my bunny problem is I got myself a decoy coyote. It's fake. It costs about 80 bucks on Amazon, but it's the best 80 bucks you're ever going to spend because it keeps everything out of your yard, (laughs) including other people. (laughs) Does does that thing have a name? Uh, We call her Jody. Jody. also, she does attract other coyotes because she's hot. <laughs> the rest of the day is just filled with more squirrels. Um, by dinner time, we've got a sick squirrel in a yard, and they want him. They, we've got to figure out what's going on with him. They, 
they're thinking urgent care now, Norwood, okay? <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with it, but it's defined as sick. I don't know who diagnosed him, but we've got a sick squirrel there. Okay. Um, then uh, about 10 o'clock at night, we've got a coyote that went after a deer and just took off. <laughs> okay. People are reporting this. That's yeah. nature. No, that is just, is... Na- that's not even, um, we've got to stop right there. That's not even hmm, this animal's out of place, or that's an animal acting strange. No, this is an animal just simply going to get dinner. Being an animal, yeah. Right. I hope they don't even follow up on this stuff, because if anybody does follow the police log, what you're going to find is the citizens of Medfield, we do not really know wildlife, because there are so many things about, I have a dead bird in my yard, and then 15 minutes later, there's a follow-up call saying, the bird flew away. (laughs) Scared. I'm going to say Jen Cronin is a very busy woman as our animal control officer. You know her? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. She wrote, she did oh, a wait. program at the library. She wrote a book. <laughs> that basically, that wraps it up. And I will tell you that mm-hmm. when I put this together, at first I was very excited about it because I do like to look at what really is happening and to do commentary on it. And there was nothing here. It was just 97% animal control stuff. Yeah. When talking with my sister who's in Braintree, <laughs> who had a... Her, her thing that was happening there was that a 14-year-old was called because he uh, pulled a knife on his um, stepdad. So he basically pulled a West Side Story behind a Cumberland Farms, wow. okay, <laughs> based there. on screen time, okay? That's the kind of stuff that really happens in towns and, in the summer. And what, what town was that, you said? Braintree. 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 Yeah. Brookline, a couple years ago, the uh, cops were called for a group of teenagers who were dancing in a methodical fashion. This was in the police log. Sounds like choreography. It was it was very West Side Story. Yeah. And they were very concerned. Did you say Brooklyn or Brookline? Brookline. Yeah. Oh, Brookline's yeah, got a lot of <laughs> fun <laughs> phone calls. Yes. I just, I love police logs. They're yeah. amazing. I used to actually take pictures of the Medfield police logs and post them on my Facebook. <laughs> people are starting to forward them to us now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll get a bing. And it's like it just just someone sent me a police it's a screenshot a screenshot of, of a <laughs> yeah yep. I get those a lot now. I enjoy the way that they're written it's I do too. so like because you can just sense the person that took the call being like okay <laughs> there was one that I remember um, a person called on a mother uh, walking her child in a stroller but she had earbuds in and she felt she was being a neglectful mother and she wanted it reported and put into a file. <laughs> I like that. I also like the one where they reported these boys playing basketball. Well, really, lacrosse on a basketball court, <laughs> shirtless. Mm-hmm. I mean, scandalous. Right. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? I mean, not off the top. I have a lot, a list of things I cannot say. Okay, what are those? <laughs> Everybody's got to come down to the library, go into the basement when they reopen. In the meantime... I, I may and see check. you on a whole takeout shift. Yeah, that would <laughs> be cool. Enjoy that library shuffleboard game that's I, happening. It's when you amazing. Get your books. I try. Yeah. It's it's a really fun game. Yeah, cool. All right, let's do it, Mike. All right, so thanks for listening to another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Um, we've talked with Kathy a little bit. We've talked with Erica quite a bit about the library. Uh, we learned all kinds of stuff about murder mysteries and unsolved cases, and. Uh, now we're ready to uh, go into next week, and who knows what's what's on the docket for next well, week. We've got was, Christian. Yeah, Christian's coming on, and then we have Kevin Ryder, the director of oh, Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. 
Yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah, yeah all right. So when he's I said, awesome. who knows what we've got in store, uh, apparently I'm the only one that doesn't know. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. But um, that's all right. Stay tuned for me and Kathy's upcoming <laughs> podcast. Yeah, the, <laughs> the spinoff. Um, Midfield and murder. All right. So on behalf of Erica Cody, Kathy Ferris, Rick Fink Jr., and myself, this has been another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. That was another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday. Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page are mismanaged by the Bravo Talent Group. Send your comments, questions, and grievances to these guys through Leanne Bravo. Email her at bravo1 at smalltownscuttlebutt.com and she'll probably get back to you eventually. Check them out on Facebook too. And thanks for listening. I think my favorite part of this so podcast is yeah. the pregnant pauses between everything. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs>